Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host. So glad to have you here. Mark Osterman and Bethany Walsh from bougiemiles.com is here. This is an audio version of our live stream we did on the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. On this episode, we talk about a lot. It's an extended show. Bethany recently got married at the Taco Bell Cantina in Las Vegas. We'll talk all about that, plus her dirty Aria suite, poop on the toilet, not very nice, and a lot of other cool stuff, including the Cosmo sale, what it means for the future of the identity program, and is it good or bad for Cosmo customers. So much good stuff in this stream. I hope you stick around and listen or watch it on the YouTube channel. Before I get into the show, don't forget you can find all of our Vegas content at mtmvegas.com. That includes posts on the Miles to Memories website, podcasts like this one, and our videos all about Las Vegas, mtmvegas.com. And if you like this show, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can do that in whatever podcast app you're listening in. And if you're on Apple, consider leaving us a five-star review and a written review. They help us out so much. We appreciate each and every one of you who has taken the time to do that. Thanks so much for listening. Now let's hit it. Hello. Welcome to the MTM Vegas Happy Hour. I'm Sean Coomer, joined by Mark Osterman, and Bethany Walsh from Bougie Miles. What's up, guys? Hi, everyone. We've been, we've been busy doing shots for the last eight minutes, so sorry we're late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were, sorry. We had the had the pre party. Really, uh, Sean uh, got stuck in traffic. was was a little late getting back. And um, so, what are you guys SCT, drinking? So we're good. Yeah, yeah. It's like everything's on Sean Coomer time. Exactly. <laughs> I, I forgot about that, Bethany. I should have taken my time getting here instead of rushing. I mean, I was like, you know what? Sean's show, so I'm just gonna go get my pizza. I'll be back. Uh, I'm drinking high noon as usual. Nice. It's just like vodka soda, it's easy. What do we got? Lager of the lakes, it's a little overblown, Mark. But what is it? Yeah, it sounds a little like uh, I don't know, something grassy, like Sean was drinking last time. Mark, you're muted, so we didn't hear anything you said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just a mess today. Um. Yeah, it's a uh, lager of the lakes from Bell's. It's it's like a Bohemian Pilsner, really smooth, and it has you know picture of Michigan and all the lakes and everything. So I like it for that. But it's a great summer beer. If you get uh, Bell's in your area, check and see if they have it. Nice. If you like smooth beers, if you like smooth, easy going. Well, I do like yeah. my beers not tasting like crap. So I I, yeah, I'm thinking as opposed <laughs> to what like hot, super hoppy or something. Yeah, yeah like like, super, an like an IPA stuff like that, like where it's yeah. a lot of kick and bite and all that. So this is just you know like a a Miller Light, but more full than that type of thing. You guys ready to talk Vegas? You guys excited? Bethany, uh, we gonna I'm talk ready to talk, talk about uh, wedding. I'm, talk, I'm ready yeah. to talk about uh, poopy toilets and. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an adventure it was it's an adventure anytime you go to a hotel these days not even in vegas but just the housekeeping yeah, really across the, the board in the hospitality industry has been abysmal i was at a just in, De- in austin last weekend or last weekend the room was just when you start looking you know at the places that they're not wiping down and you're like oh okay you know not getting clean so well but yeah poopy toilet is a I guess you could tell the story, uh, Bethany, because I, I, people who watch the channel probably know that I had a really dirty room at Aria a few weeks back, but uh, there was no poop in my toilet, but not you, you can't say the same, right? What happened? Uh, okay, so we checked into the executive suite at Aria. So basically, there's there's only two of them, I think, in the whole hotel. I could be wrong, but I think that's what they told us. So like, you would think it would at least be, you know, presentable. <laughs> um and I was super excited because they have the Toto toilet, which is so cool. It's like the thing you press and it's got like all the different modes and everything. And 
It's awesome. They are uh, and so I went really, over to really it. Really life changing when you uh, when you oh, use God. those well, the first time. Okay, so the coolest thing, one of the coolest things I've ever seen at an airport was at NRT. It's the Toto Toilet Museum, and they have like every single high tech Toto toilet. And I know, like, I shouldn't have been that excited about it, but I was. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, what'd taking... you do on your trip? Uh, I went and looked at toilets for a while. Oh my god, I sat cool. on everyone. I was I like, I'm sitting that, on wait, every one of these toilets. I didn't know they had the Toto Toilet Museum in the airport, but the NRT Airport, Narita Airport, is the first place I ever used one of those things because I had heard about them. And like in 2008, yeah. when I landed there, first thing I did was go to the bathroom and like check it out. <laughs> I'm like, Jasmine, oh my god, it's so cool. They got the you know the the bidet in there with all the buttons and everything. Yeah, oh yeah, so they have every like high tech model in this one little area in the middle, and I was like, everyone else is like just trying to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, ah, hold on, I just need to see that one. <laughs> so weird, I don't know. I was so who's this crazy? Who's this crazy tall lady walking around looking at toilets everywhere? <laughs> I know. I was like, did you see on that one yet? How was it? You know? But anyway, so I'm all excited for like the cool toilet and I go over to it and I'm like about to press the button and I'm like, oh my God, there's poop on the toilet. Like actual poop. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like even in the bowl. Wasn't it like on the outside you said? On the like, outside. Outside. Yeah, it wasn't even in like, right. If it was in, I'd be like, all right, maybe they just like rushed and like got sidetracked. No, no, no. It was like on the outside. Um, Yeah. And then, so then of course, naturally I'm like, well, like I'm usually what, like if something's dirty, I'll just live with it, you know, but I'm like, oh, I feel like I can't clean that up myself. Like it's just wrong, you know? So I call housekeeping and my P2 is like trying to be so diplomatic. He's like, hi, um, there's a slight issue with the, I'm like, tell them there's shit on the toilet. <laughs> So the guy's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. We're going to send someone right up. Nobody comes ever. Like, didn't, just didn't show up. So I ended up cleaning it myself. There you go. I mean, yeah. you can't even really clean it properly. What do you do? Rub oh. some bar soap on some toilet paper? Wet toilet paper? I don't even know how you like. So they had dish soap in the uh, the guest bathroom. And oh, so okay. I put a whole bunch of that on a towel. There it was go. probably overkill, but like, you know, <laughs> like you're cleaning someone else's poop. I, you know. <laughs> so that was, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. At you come the from Vegas that... talk and you get toilet potty talk. You didn't, you didn't know what, yeah. uh, what was going to happen here tonight. God, yeah. Uh, right. I, I mean, you know, I, all I can say is if you stay in a Vegas hotel these days, don't look too close, you know, just try mm -hmm. not to look too close. I mean, don't bust out the black light. Definitely don't. No, Mark, but, have you been doing so that? Have you been doing that, Mark? Or you? Oh, oh. I, no, I don't know. Um, but e even like that room, it was kind of beat up and it, it's a, a bigger room, expensive because we ended up going there after the Taco Bell wedding and hanging out and like the, the fridge to close the door, you had to pick it up and hold it up and then close it. Otherwise, it would just bang and keep open and, you know, chips and dents. And it was just it was rough shape for something they're charging thousands of dollars for, which is crazy. Yeah, it was you know, twenty two hundred a night. Yeah, uh, and there was crazy. a giant um, fingernail on the like on the the conference table too, oh, and I kept gross. like just hoping it was going to go away. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's worse, almost like fingernails disgust me. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I, I asked Steve. I was like, "Is that you? Please tell me that was you." And he was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I still want to know like the physics of it getting outside the toilet, and then somebody's like, well, "Let's just trim our nails." So it was like 
fingernail trimming. It wasn't like like a press on nail, like a big one, or was it no? Just but like it was a... like a like a big one. Like this person was like growing it for a month at least. <laughs> well, then they probably had a big business meeting or something, and you know they had a they had to chop them off. <laughs> no, they ran out of coke. They ran out of coke, so they said, "Let's trim this fingernail now." <laughs> Oh, well, God. yeah, it was funny. I can't wait asked, to talk. Yeah. Did you mm-hmm. uh, end up getting anything like discounted or did you fight at the end or did you, was it really not worth it? Everyone knows I did not complain. <laughs> I that didn't say a, a word. Point. I, yep. a I never do. I need a Now, on the flip drink side, drink. when I had my issue a couple weeks before you, I talked to the manager. They moved me to the other suite, said it was free, and then they ended up charging me for the, for the uh, entire thing. Uh, even though when I looked at, I didn't check out at the desk. It was on my screen. Uh, I so I could have gone to the front desk then. I didn't. I assumed that knowing I had talked to a manager, and I'm still working to get them to fix that. So, so yeah, there you go. I'm uh, still good, waiting good to see diet. if they charged me the cleanup fee, even though I, you know, struck a deal with the uh, housekeeper. So, oh, for like leaving it. a lot of, do they charge like an extra fee if you leave a lot of trash or something? Apparently, he said it was going to be like 600 bucks. I was like, what? here's 100 bucks. Go clean it. <laughs> I was like, keep the alcohol. Here's like 10 cookies. Like That was still, so the housekeeper told you this or people at the yeah. desk? No, no. Okay. Oh. So, so I, I went, like, I knew it was going to be a little bit of an issue. So I went and I found him and I was like, hey, you know, I handed him 100 bucks. I was like, uh, can we like work this out? And he was like, yeah, totally. He's like, I'm glad you did that because I would have had to tell them because somebody has to come pick it up special. So here's the best part. I had the room next door for the next two nights because I I booked the executive suite for two nights and then my main room for four. The liquor and all the garbage sat outside of the suite until we left. (laughs) It's true. I mean, a lot of these hotels, there's so much trash in the hallways everywhere. And then people are eating in the rooms a lot more now, I think. And nobody wants the food in their room, so they're throwing all the food out in the hallways. And, like, the people who are nice enough to bring it to, like, the garbage cans near the elevators, those fill up right away. Like, so nobody empty those in time. Yeah, it's – I've seen stuff sit outside for days, too. It sucks. Yeah, but then they call it – it's because of COVID that they can't actually roll the food into you. So, like, they give you all the food in, like, a bag now. And – when we called, they were like, well, if you order over $100, we can come in. I was like, I don't need you to come in, but like. I was going to say, at, Wal- at, you Waldorf, at Waldorf, they came in, they brought it in on a cart and everything, but it was like, it was like $100. So I don't know if they have the same thing. I totally think the, the, uh, the cleaning person scammed you and was like, oh, it's going to be 600 bucks, hoping that you would offer. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, no, I approached him first. Because I knew, like, it was messed up to leave all that stuff. I was giving him a hundred bucks no matter what, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then when he came in, he was like, "Oh, I would have definitely had to report this." He's like, "I'm glad you did what you did." And then somebody knocked on my door and asked about the bottles, and I was like, "Uh, did that guy just narc me?" You know. <laughs> and he was like, "No, no." He's like, "I, I figured it out." Like, I don't know, but I, I do believe he said that normally it's like a four hundred and seventy five dollar cleaning fee for stuff like that. That's crazy. I, you know, if you if you want to just leave trash, you go to the link and you leave a whole bunch of uh, Gordon Ramsay's fish and chip boxes out on the patio. And I left some money. I left, you know, 40, 50 bucks. But 
they didn't say anything. I never heard anything about it. And there was a lot of boxes out there. So, but I mean, it wasn't a ton of bottles and everything. Yeah, I think boxes you put in a garbage, you know? Although I was like, so the guy also told me that they resell the bottles if they're not open. He said you have to like catalog them. Yeah. So Aria will sell them. I mean, this is, this is MGM we're talking about. Uh, (laughs) That made me really bad. Cosmo customers recycle the bottles of booze are coming to a bar near you. (laughs) So even if, yeah, even if you buy it off property, they're like, oh, we're going to use this and go stock the shelf in the bar. Oh, that's yep. gross. Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't that I don't know annoy you? legal. I, I mean, isn't it? <laughs> it's definitely not. Source? Yeah. I yeah. always, I always Worst imagine, things have happened. like, because I've, you know, I've left Vegas with a fridge full of stuff before, quite a bit of stuff in there. I always assume like the cleaning, uh, the maids and the crew that works the floors just kind of like split it up amongst themselves if they want to. Um, or throw it away, but that would be pretty shady if they re restock the bar with it. <laughs> They're like, we didn't used to they, carry like, this. Refilled the mini <laughs> bottles with the big bottle of. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we didn't use to carry this brand, but it's on special today. Here you go. It's part yeah. of the specialty cocktail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never. I wouldn't be surprised with anything in Vegas at this point, uh, as far as cost cutting goes. But I don't know. I want to talk about your wedding though, because that was fun. At Taco, that was fun. I was looking forward to that for so many months. I'm just like, hey, I'm going to a Taco Bell wedding this week. You know, I like just tell a random person on the street, I'm like, <laughs> my friend's getting married at Taco Bell. I'm like, and they're like, so? I'm like, I'm like, it's what, what, what? You know, it's Taco Bell. It's the strip. It's fun. And I think yeah. it was. I I had such a blast uh, going. I mean, wasn't what was it like? It wasn't even like Taco Bell. It was like the club with a Taco. <laughs> That's kind of how it felt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so first I would like to say that I could have never done it without these people who are like my family now. Um, so I was so happy. Well, first of all, I'm so happy that Sean lives there. So then Mark had to come and it was just perfect. <laughs> I would have come anyway. <laughs> and, oh, I know. But, and, and we got to hang out with Jasmine, Sean's wife, and she doesn't usually come to things. So I was super happy to see her and I'm always happy to see Mark's wife. I just adore her. So yeah, it was a great crowd. Um, and I mean... Like, what better thing in the world to do than get married at Taco Bell? <laughs> so let's explain, like, what was your inspiration for choosing the Taco Bell Cantina for, for the wedding? Yeah. Um, so obviously, I wanted to do something that was, like, kind of a joke, but also very true to who I am. And if you know anything about me, you know that I love Taco Bell. I should say, in our internal MTM Slack, <laughs> uh, you know, you can put different emojis to different things. And like the talk we have for Bethany, there's literally the Taco Bell logo is the emoji uh, for Bethany. So anytime yeah. somebody says my name, the Taco Bell logo just pops up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I love Taco Bell. And I was getting so sick of having to explain to people like the the status of my 20 year relationship and i was like that's it we're gonna go to our favorite place we're gonna be surrounded by a couple of our favorite people and we're getting married at taco bell (laughs) and yeah i wrote a poem in which i obviously can't read because it was very inappropriate but i think i crushed (laughs) it just a bit that's part of the whole wedding yeah i mean if you're gonna get married at taco bell you should definitely say some dirty words in your in your vows right i will say Uh, like they uh the person doing uh the wedding like they rolled in like taco bell things like 
crunchy rap and all this. It was kind of funny. Like they did a really good job with it. I think they pumped through quite a few weddings a day. Like it seems like they have it down pretty good. Yeah. And there was like the separate area upstairs you go to with the the taco, the two bells all lit up. That looks like it looked like an altar that you would see anywhere kind of, you know, in Vegas. Um, so it was really cool. And you have like this little private area and they turn off the, the club music for the 15 minutes while they do it. And then as soon, it was crazy because as soon as they're like kiss kiss each other, the music came back on. Like they knew. I don't know. Well, I think there was like a video of the thing everywhere. But <laughs> can I show video. a picture? Just oh, a picture yeah, of you two yeah. up at the bell altar. Oh wait, where, is it the one with the stomach? Because oh no. my god, <laughs> it's just the one where he's putting the ring on your finger. Okay, fine. So it's not because I want people to see the Taco it's Bell the sauce packet bouquet. <laughs> because. because you know, like when you're a woman and you're in like a gold sequin dress and everybody's got like an angle, you know, it's like, oh, my God, these pictures are horrible. Yeah, I see. I didn't have the best angle, but but I mean, this is what yeah. it, but that hot sauce packet uh, bouquet is that's look that's at my, that picture uh, of favorite. the person taking a picture with it up on their phone. That's pretty cool. I love it. So so whoever your friend was in the front row doesn't understand that there's people behind him and he kept just. <laughs> moving his thing and he kept putting it out. I did everything I could to try to get something without him. Uh, I was like leaning out like low, you know, but anyway. I'm trying to think so, of who that yeah, was. I, I mean, the only, the it only. It is kind of cool though. Like... That actually I have the picture of his video and you can see <laughs> yeah. it clearly. So yeah. there you go. It so was, my uh... favorite video is of like, when I say the, the bad word, um, is the person whose video I have is all the way in the back and you can see everyone's reaction. <laughs> That's awesome. That was great. Uh, so somebody asked about the menu. Um, we did not actually eat at Taco Bell. Um, although we got a whole bunch of stuff. We brought it back to the suite. Um, but the one thing that did go like very quickly was the Taco Bell. So, And they gave us a big giant like 40 pound uh, cinnamon churro cake. Didn't Kirsten have to hold it? Somebody held it yeah, like all the know, way. Or maybe it was Rick. <laughs> It was heavy. Yeah, but they, so. Didn't you get, you got like a box of tacos for doing it, right? Like a 12 pack of tacos or something was part I of it. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, luckily our friend Vin like brought a whole bunch of Taco Bell because literally with all the amazing food that we had, that's what everybody wanted. That's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're drinking, that's what you want. And then they, they gave you like a really cool like tank top and gave a shirt for Steve that says like Mrs. Taco Bell bride or something like that. It was, it was pretty cool. But... Yeah. And there's like a little uh, bow tie with like hot sauce on it. But she was so insistent that she had to have the bouquet back. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. The bouquet was made of like fire sauce and hot sauce. And it was really, it was kind of cool looking. But it was cool. Going back to Sean's picture of the guy holding the photo, the picture of the picture. It reminds me of like, if you've ever seen the the beach Leonardo DiCaprio where they go to that private beach and everybody goes there on vacation. And there's like a picture, I think it was like a business insider article or whatever. And they show like these Instagram people holding up, like doing a selfie in front of the beach at the beach. And it's like, <laughs> looks pristine and nobody's around. It looks amazing. And there's like three different ones. And then there's a guy taking a picture of all three of them doing a selfie at the same time with people like in the outskirts all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, kind of amazing that he took a picture and then showed the picture of what they were taking and showing. It's my favorite like pastime lately to spot Instagram, uh, like true celebrities, like the ones that are that'll sit there all day long trying to take a picture. I was in Bangkok two years ago and there was these two, um, I think they were Thai in, uh, influencers. They they were very beautiful women and they were taking each other's Instagram photos for an entire three hours. I was out by the pool just 
just swimming and like they were in a very specific spot and they were in like the best spot in the pool so they were kind of ruining it for everybody but they just stood there and they took pic i can't imagine taking the same picture over and over and then how much time and thought goes into like cultivating that perfect moment to to show you know but uh it happened i've seen it i saw it at circa were you with me mark was it when i was with you and rick that there was this people at circa doing the same i might have been with jasmine but uh doing the same uh same thing just sitting there at the pool Yep. Taking picture after picture, getting that perfect angle, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, if you got to work that of, hard, hundreds of pictures for one post. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, Arthur asked, "How did you find uh, find out that you could even have a wedding at Taco Bell?" Um, hmm. Well, being a lifelong Taco Bell person, I've sort of always known that. Um, and also <laughs> when they <laughs> but like, like, where did it, were you just like, I wonder if you can get married at a Taco Bell and you just Googled it one day or no. like, did somebody tell you about it? I feel like Taco Bell did like a whole, um, like press campaign, you know? And obviously I check their website like once a month just to see if there's anything new on the menu. So that's how I figured it out. And then you and I, um, talked about when they opened their hotel. Yeah, I remember that for the and so the, that the that reinforced hotel. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I tried to get into that. I did not. I I failed miserably. I tried to book it, um, and I even sent the guy that was running like the PR for it. I was like, "Hey, I want a trip to Hawaii from Arby's, and I covered it. Can I do it for you guys too?" After I didn't get through, and he never responded to me. Not surprisingly, how to pull sure. out the Arby? Yeah, <laughs> not surprisingly is the is the key to take away there. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that would have been cool. And then, uh, what was the what was the cost like just to do the the wedding there? Uh, it was six fifty for just like the half an hour, and the, like everything was included for six fifty. So it's definitely not on the value menu. <laughs> I mean, can you get married for cheaper? No, you can't. I don't know what do you do. You have any idea, Sean? What like the chapels, the, the normal chapels? Uh, no, like the drive-through ones, I think have to be probably a couple hundred bucks. Oh, but yeah, drive-throughs. Like I remember, so I got you go, that you go into. I would think yeah. would be at least five hundred. So, so I got married at like Little Church of the West, which is a famous uh, chapel on the Strip. It's where Elvis got married. It's actually the oldest building left on the Strip. It's across from Mandalay Bay now. Um, I didn't so it's, know it's on that. the national list of historic places. It's an actual chapel, so it's not like one of those Elvis drive-through places. Even though Elvis got married there. But it's actually like a job. But they had, when we got married, this is 20 years ago, but just different packages. So I think most of these chapels have like a base level package. And then you can, you know, with the, the photographer included and like more bells and whistles and, and stuff like that. And it goes up from, from there. I know last year I was looking at considering renewing our vows at Little Church of the West. And they had the same thing. Like it went from like 500 bucks up to like a couple thousand. And that included like pictures and, you know, the full kind of ceremony. So. I think, it, it all I think you depends. should renew your vows at Taco Bell. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. If I'm going to renew my vows, I'm going <laughs> to renew it at the oldest building on the Las Vegas Strip, the place where I got married in the first place, uh, the Little Church of the West, my friend. Yeah, I mean, Mark. Vegas is in my blood, baby. No, I'm, I mean, the Taco Bell. What about? Freak. <laughs> do you think that there's Denny's fan boys and girls that go that, that go to like the Denny's downtown to get married just because they love Denny's so much? Yeah, people love the Grand Slam. I bet you. No, that's enough not to a get thing. like to like. I don't know that it would be at the level of Taco Bell and they don't have like uh, that Taco Bell is very unique. Like they have the music going and they sell, yeah. they sell drinks and everything where Denny's, I don't think that they probably have, it's probably just like a regular Denny's. I don't know. No, I think they have it. a bar there, but yeah, I mean, it's oh, Indianapolis. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't, I just, I agree with you. I don't, I think I just, 
I think the idea of a Denny's wedding is like significantly. I've I've visualized like old people and like, you know, like the Grand Slam special or something. I don't know. So okay, I'm glad that everybody. I mean, listen, I just had a wedding at Taco Bell, and I'm sitting here turning my nose up at Denny's. So I really have nothing (laughs) to say. I should really not be saying anything. Aaron says, I never knew Taco Bell had a hotel. It was like they took over a hotel. Like it it wasn't their hotel. They just, it was an independently owned hotel. And they're like, we're going to make it the Taco Bell hotel for like two or three weeks. And you had to get lucky to get a reservation there. And then they had all the Taco Bell food there and everything. So it's kind of unique. And, and, but it was just like a pop up three week thing. Wasn't like long term. I wish they did have a full time hotel. That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) Get married at Tacos El Gordo. Yes, get some. There you uh, go. Why not? Get some good tacos with it. No, I mean uh, that's. I mean, I think it's great, Bethany. It gives you a good story to tell. It was a lot more fun than just going to like a, a standard chapel or a, like a boring sort of thing. And totally, you know, your your speech went right along uh, with it. So it was. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was so good. Me. Now, so then you had the reception in the uh, in your suite, but you ordered in food from there. Like you ordered in some other tacos, and those were really. Where were those from? Like where where did you order some of the food from? Uh, uh okay so if i if i care. can yeah so for just for a quick minute if you're ever worried that hotel security is going to be up your ass because they told us that we were not allowed to have any outside food for a party so of course like we were stressing out about it for days because we ordered like fifteen hundred dollars worth of food and had to get it all into aria you know like past security um, so we got China Poblano, uh, my favorite sushi place, which is Tekka, and then something else. I don't know. That's and then like, we had milk why don't you talk about, because uh, Tekka is, it's actually like the most affordable place at Cosmo too, right? Isn't it? It's one of the cheapest. Yeah. It's places. like, it's like, um, for three rolls, it's like $38. So yeah. I mean, no, it's even, but know. they have a special cause I ate there. Maybe it's just lunch. I don't know, but they had four rolls for 22 and then they had a special six rolls for 38, including one of them being a lobster roll. So what? I don't know if that was just, that was for lunch. Yeah, me and Ian. I got it four rolls, like their four Dude, roll special for $22. Times. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I've never even night, heard of such a thing. you're sleeping at, yeah. you're sleeping. Well, it's not the lunch. individual. So oh. it was a pre, it was a pre. So it was like for the four rolls, it was like a spicy tuna, um, scallop, uh, like a, a yellowtail and one other one. So, I mean, it's already predetermined. It's prefix. And then the six rolls, like I said, one of them was a lobster roll, those other rolls, but th- really great deals. And then the individual rolls are like, yeah, seven to $10, something like that yeah. if for the special. I mean, it's for, for being at Cosmo and on the strip, uh, pretty cool. And, and yeah, that's like nice normal prices. Nice little, nice little bar. <clears throat> Not in yeah. Vegas on the strip plus Cosmo. Mgm will yeah. probably jack up the prices i know we're going to talk about that later but i'm sure, sure. i'm yeah. sure and i'm from new york there. so like i know sushi like like i think vegas la and new york know their sushi yeah and like it is the best there's although and it's all it's hand rolled too right in front of you too yeah. which you know it's not like you know it's it's just fantastic quality yeah really good and did you I have was, that spicy pretty... sauce i don't like think the so. red sauce no we didn't really have that no i have to get it next so yeah, if that twenty-two dollar thing stays on the menu, I can see myself being there quite often because I, I don't know that there's a better lunch on the strip for that price. It's my staple. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good stuff on that. Uh, China Poblano, that was really good. So, where were like the street tacos from? Did I also from China Poblano? Where are they? Okay. Yeah, uh, we ate there like two times ago and really liked it. 
uh, and we figured, you know what, let's just like concentrate at Cosmo. That way, like we don't have to run all over the place since nobody was picking it up for us and nobody's allowed to deliver it. I do find it so weird. Like you even reached out and said, hey, if we order from restaurants at Aria, could we do it, get it catered that way versus you? And they're like, no, you have to use the catering company, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me because what does it matter? You know, it's still on property. You're still spending the money with them. So why yeah. do they care where it comes from? I, I don't know. That's it's and then to be honest, nobody like nobody cared. I they were just trying to make an issue where there wasn't one, you know, because they have a takeout stand where you can pick up. I, there's no limit to how many bags you're allowed to have. <laughs> like nobody yeah. says, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're only allowed to order 19 entrees," right? Like they want you to yeah. order stuff, and then you're supposed yeah. to pick it up in bags at the like at the takeout stand. So why couldn't they tell us that? Not a great experience. Yeah. Aria, rest right. in peace. <laughs> All right. Now let's, let's complain about uh, Cosmo. Cause for people who don't know, like you are, your two hotels that you love are Aria and Cosmo. Yeah. Um, and you know the identity players club very well. You one of the experts at, especially with the time with Marriott and you've written a lot about that, a lot of great information, but what were your thoughts when you found out that, uh, that MGM's buying Cosmo. Oh, I was thinking nobody's going to care about me anymore. You know, um, <laughs> I was thinking it really sucks because it's like the one program where I feel like people who really love luxury hotels generally like uh, Marriott best just because it has the most options, right? So you have like obviously Fritz, St. Regis, Autograph. Like all, like a, a bunch of good ones as opposed to just like one or two brands. Um, and they have a really good transfer rate, which is so rare for programs. Like we all know, like if you ever try to transfer your airline miles to hotel points, you're getting like 10 to one or five to, five to one or whatever. This is five to four. So you're getting 80%. And there's like a whole bunch of ways to double, sometimes triple dip depending. So it's basically just like dipping all over the place and you know us miles and points people love so is that, that is that why you like cosmo the most just because it's tied into marriott is that like a big what was that a big selling feature for you no but it <laughs> is a huge perk <laughs> yeah now i know, you, know? you like their their loyalty program because you can earn status pretty quickly just by dining at the restaurants and and charging everything on property and and you you level up pretty quickly right yeah, but for me, it's the wraparound terrace suite. It's like just to me, it's the most special room in, in that I've ever been in in Vegas. And the coolest part about it is that, like, let's say you can book the regular room for I don't know, like one eighty or something on a Tuesday. The wraparound's only like three fifteen. I mean, if I'm going to Vegas, I'm definitely springing for that extra hundred and fifty bucks, you know, for that room. Like, yeah, that's why. Yeah, it's really a special hotel, and that's the problem. That's what's so sad about this is not that MGM is the worst or that they don't know how to run a hotel. It's that it's going to be one of, what, nine or ten instead of one of one. And it's, you know, it really is in that upper tier. You know, for me, when I would put number one Cosmo two, but whatever, I would never argue with somebody who said Cosmo is the best hotel in Vegas. I don't, you know, Aria is fine, whatever. Bellagio, I think it, Bellagio really is their their top tier hotel and they do a fine job, I think, of keeping up with it. But, you know, Cosmo to me is more special than Bellagio. I know that that might be uh, sacrilege to some people, but 
I'm just I sad Bellagio about that. Too, but I, don't, I, I hope that MGM, you know, treats it at least to Bellagio's level. Hopefully they will, you know, because it really is worthy of that treatment. Um, but I fear that it's going to be treated more like Aria has been, which uh, the rooms are not in the greatest shape in Aria. And we've talked about the housekeeping and how often will Cosmo get refreshed? There's a lot of people, I haven't stayed in the rooms this year, but have you noticed the Cosmo rooms getting a little worn even after the refresh a couple of years ago? I saw a couple of people say that. I don't know. No, but I always get upgraded to like the the third level. Um, yeah. And I think it's probably just because I always have like their their base level status. Um, and so maybe I didn't, I haven't like stayed in a city room in a while. And I could see that getting uh, dated. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, so convince me that like, why is Wynn the best? Because I'm probably going to have to switch. So well, I, <laughs> I think Wynn and Cosmo are two different types of places, but I think Wynn, uh, for me, like Wynn Encore actually delivers a level of luxury that you often don't see in hotels that are bigger than like two or 300 rooms. Like, you know, everybody at the front desk is friendly. You know, you, you, your point walking down the, the hallway, the maids will say hello. Like the level of a refinement there is just above anywhere else in Vegas that I've found. Um, I love the rooms. It's very sort of Asian Chinese inspired, which uh, is, works really well with my tastes and, and everything else. Uh, I really, I, the new rooms, I, I, I'm a little mixed on, but I, I think everything's really high quality. Um, so I like it, but it doesn't have that. It's not as modern as Cosmo, but also they have unique restaurants. Uh, it just feels like when I'm at Wynn Encore and staying there, it feels like a place I never have to leave. And even if you golf, you know, they have a golf course, but uh, they have gardens outside. The pools are beautiful. The restaurants, I mean, they have restaurants that are, you know, out by their lake. They have restaurants in like Mizumi in its own like garden, Japanese garden, like just crazy unique venues. Uh, to me, it's as Vegas as it can be, but also just like high end. And it just feels like the nicest place on earth. I just don't want to leave. Uh, I, I, and I love the decor too. I love the way the public areas all look uh, too. All and right. So out. you feel Cosmo's the luxury while you're there. stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Cosmo is... The one thing about Cosmos, it's very cramped uh, as far as uh, when it gets busy in there. It just, I don't know, it feels a little bit different. But like I said, it's my number two, so I really, really love Cosmo. I mean, I've stayed it just about everywhere. And I, like to me, Bellagio yeah. doesn't even come close to Cosmo as much as, you know, as much as I like that or any yeah. of the other sort of even Venetian Palazzo, not mm -hmm. on that level either. So, yep. I don't know. Ronnie, Ronnie makes a good po point on the silver lining. Like if you're staying at other M life properties, when, once they take over, at least you can dine at Cosmo and bill it back to your room and, and use it that way, earn points that way. Uh, or use, But now you're getting credit. like a 10th of the reward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess if you're, if you're an M life player, this is great for you. Like if you never went to Cosmo. If no, you never no, <laughs> because Cosmo's basis, it's so easy. Yeah, but let's say let's say you just strictly a lot of people just gamble with one thing like they don't split their money between two outfits because they don't they don't gamble enough they don't go enough if you're right. going two times a year three times a year and you're putting yeah. all your coin in all your money at uh, M Life this is great for you uh, but if you're if you like splitting time or you know we did we did a podcast with a a couple of YouTubers uh, Jr Food and Travel and we were talking to them the other night and it comes out next week but they kind of split it up. Like they love M life and then they'll go to Cosmo just like for a break. Cause you can only do four nights at M life on comp yeah. that they, that they're able to get. And then they go to Cosmo for the next one or two. So this kind of stinks for them. But if you're just solely M life, then you got another option. And I wonder if it is, it, is it going to be harder to get comps there? Is it going to be harder to get rooms? 
because there's going to be all these people like, oh, we got a new property we can go to. So every high roller in M Life is going to be hitting up Cosmo as soon as it comes online, I think. You I guys feel are not like high rollers enough, are. I guess. I'm not smiling enough, so you guys gotta make me bring me the stuff. I was only Sean like, I was only like, almost on the floor laughing for the first 20 minutes of this show. But and, and Sean and spelled I'm Sean sick. right. I have a fever, so <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know, it's not my fault. Um, no, here's kidding. here's what I think about that is that high rollers are tied to their hosts usually. So I don't know. I. It'll be an interesting I transition. I haven't had a good host in like five years, man. It's been it's been rough. Like maybe you're I not a good have, gambler. That's true too. But um, <laughs> I used to have like a really good host at Caesars. Like he would get other people rooms free that like we're friends. He's like, hey, just have them sign up for a new account, and then I'll give them a free room because I'll it'll All be Caesars. like me bringing. Yeah, but it'll be like me bringing <laughs> in a new thing. I will say I did get uh, emailed a host after the just today from the trip out of M life. And I, I finally started gambling there. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. He, he works at park MGM. So I'm not super excited about it. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard we'll that see, they have but... an amazing steakhouse now though. Um, it I does look would very nice. never be able to come up with the name, but our friends who like go to all the steakhouses said it was excellent. And they, they I think to... he actually said it was his favorite in Vegas. Oh, wow. Because they used mm-hmm. to have a steakhouse that I was in, we always enjoyed at, when it was Monte Carlo, like right off the casino floor, we'd go there. And so I'm guessing it probably took over that and just they they brought in a new one. I'm so mad at myself because era. when you said you don't know the name, like the name Bavette's came to, to, to my mind. And then I was like, no, it's not that. And then it is that. It's Bavette's. So I was right. But since I had to look it up, I don't Something get credit. like that. Yeah. Uh, you knew. You really knew. So. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone explain why it's not a monopoly? Sure. I mean, there's first off, you have Caesars and MGM, but there's also, you know, many, many other players in town. So um, you can look at like Tropicana is is currently owned by Penn National. It's going to be owned by Bally's. You could go up to like Circus Circus owned in TI by Phil Ruffin. Sahara has its own owner. Strat has its own owner. Uh, Venetian Palazzo is owned by Wynn Encore, Genting and Resorts World. Uh, that's just on the strip. I just named what seven different players in addition to Caesars and and so I don't I, I don't know. Not to mention, um, you know, in the local scene, you have Boyd Gaming Station casinos, and then downtown, there's another half dozen or more owners there of major casinos. So there's a lot of casino owners here, even sure. if yeah. they own all the that's ones. So Arthur has a good question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. <laughs> Cromwell is is fine. Uh, Cromwell is like. Fake I love Cromwell. In my, I in love my Cromwell. Opinion. I love Well, the it. casino, I love the casino at Cromwell. The rooms yeah. are like fake sheet. They're just, and yeah. I believe when it opened, like when they first did those rooms, I'm sure they were fine. When I stayed in the room, it just felt very worn and like it had seen much better days. And and the building itself doesn't have the best bones. The rooms are kind of small and it's kind of, the window is like, you can't even see the window from the room, right? Like to look out the window, it's over by the bathroom in the yeah. back of the room in a weird spot. So And it's usually like know. really tiny too. Yeah. So it's, it's like, old I, Bill's gambling hall. So yeah, they're, Barbary they're working with before that. that. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind the rooms. I like, you know, they have darker color scheme, wood floors. And I always like when hotels have wood floors versus carpet. I feel like it's less disgusting, I guess. I don't know. Cause you, you never know what's in the carpet, but Amen. Um, so I like that. I like that. It's, it's like the only boutique hotel on the strip really 
they don't have that many rooms. You know, they have like a coffee machine, a, a espresso machine type of thing at the end of every hallway by the the um, elevator and everything. There's only you know a few. That's floors, something like, you like having to. No, share I just a I just like that. Like they have. It's, it's yeah, there's it a good point there. So small. like this is totally Las Vegas. Like we're like how can we figure out how to like cut out all the coffee machines but one? Let's just put it at the end of the floor and we'll we'll call it a benefit. <laughs> Whereas every yeah, other I city, remember, they I don't remember like if they had so them in the cool. room. Or, I don't remember if they had them in the room yeah. or not. But it's like a, the fancy coffee machine is in the hallway. Um, it might be one from Speedway, Bethany, that you can't figure out how to work. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Mark's wife sent me a video saying, "Just so that you know how to use the coffee machine next time you're in Michigan, <laughs> this is how you do it." <laughs> but I do, I do like, I love the smell. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a Weston where they have that like scent that they pump in there. So it's, it's good. And I, I really do like the casino. I, it's really pretty and it's more intimate and just the whole, the whole place feels more intimate than most of Vegas. So I think it gives you a different vibe than other hotels. It's not a mega resort, which is unique. And it has, you know, the rooftop club and the basement club. And so it's got that going for it too. So I enjoy it. It's definitely not on the level of the other two, but it's uh, for Caesars, it's it's upper end for them for sure. Yeah, I mean, the location is so great because the hotel's so small. So you're downstairs and you're right on the corner of Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard. So everything is just right there. That's true. And that's amazing. It's a lot so. It's a lot like Waldorf that we'll, we'll yeah. talk about on the podcast where you can quickly get to the Strip. You don't have to walk through all these mazes and labyrinths to get there. You just get out the elevator you take a left, you're like right there in two minutes. So it's pretty cool that for that too. Now I got to book. Now I got to book Cromwell next time I go to Vegas because I'm missing it. You're missing it. Yeah. I've so actually not, been dying to it. stay at Caesars, which is really weird. Every time I walk in there, I get oh, this like mm. I want to stay there. I don't know why. <laughs> I hate Caesars. I don't know. I know. Okay. I know. I know that that's like bad. It's just it's like the most confusing casino in Vegas it, because I'll give you it's that. Like, Here's a circle. Here's a circle. Here's yeah. a circle. Here's a circle. Let's just combine them all. I mean, it's fine. The pools kind of run down. It, it looks nice until you get in it and you're up close. Oh, it is. Yeah, the tiles are like falling off and there's mold and stuff. But oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's still. <laughs> I still. It's okay. I mean, it has Vanderpump, so it has that going for it. But. Um, but your wife says Vanderpump is not a real Vanderpump, right? Yeah, that's true. Vanderpump she was upset that fake. it wasn't like a full menu, so. Uh, yeah and the she wanted a a restaurant not a cocktail bar yeah and they they have a little bit of food but it's not much and the food they do have is good but you know the drinks are are super expensive there it's really sexy and and cool when you walk in and sit down but it's she wants like the sir where you're having like a full meal meal type of thing so she was a little let down the drinks looked amazing like whatever she was drinking was like well, she said, she's like, I, got, I took four sips and this thing's gone because they packed so much ice in it. She's like, it's really good, but you're paying 18 bucks and you're getting like four ounces of actual beverage. It, it's kind of a ripoff. It's annoying. But well, all those restaurants, all those celebrity restaurants are actually run by Caesars. So whether it's Guy Fieri or uh, Gordon Ramsay or Lisa Vanderpump, they own those restaurants and they're basically franchising them out or, or licensing the name and like, uh, I know in the case of Gordon Ramsay, he's getting a percentage off the top, basically. So the guy's just printing money off these restaurants where he doesn't have to do very much at all. Um, And I imagine Vanderpump, I know that it's run by Caesar, so I have to imagine she has say over the menu and all that. But as far as like small portions and all that stuff, (laughs) yeah, that's Caesar's entertainment all the way, baby. 
I, I am curious to see what she does in Paris because I'm imagining she designs everything because it looks exactly like the other stuff she's designed. So yeah, I think she does. She'll do that for Paris, and and it's a really big space and a, it's a cool space and it's right off the casino floor. So I think that will be a good add to Paris, which I think Paris is probably the most underrated hotel casino in Caesar's portfolio. Location I would agree with that. I've never stayed, but I, I every time yeah. I walk in there, I'm like, it's kind of nice here. Yeah, it's it's really like you feel like I don't know, relaxed when you're in there. The color scheme and everything, and it's just pretty and it's relaxing. They have they have really good restaurants there. Probably my favorite restaurants in the Caesar's portfolio is there. I know a lot what of are they? Say, um, just like Mana Mugabe and and even the Eiffel Tower restaurant. Mona Mugabe. Or Mo, yeah. before people before uh, you trigger everybody out there. <laughs> Sorry. And even like the walkway, we ate at uh, the Italian restaurant, which was okay. And they have Burger Brassier, which is on the way to um, uh, Bally's down that walkway. Mark so and I spent like, like five of... minutes trying to figure out the name of the Italian restaurant. I had to pronounce it the other day. M- it was so Martorano's funny. or Mart- something like yeah, that. I don't know. Martorano's, Martorano's yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think there's one in New York too. But uh, yeah. So and there's decent. one in uh, Atlantic City too. Yeah, I mean the the only annoying thing was I feel like they cook everybody's meal that's seated at the same time because everybody sat there for like an hour and then all the food came out, which they they say they make everything fresh, like all the pasta and everything. So I don't know if they just make it all at once and then everybody got food at the same time, which was really weird and annoying because we had a flight to catch and I was getting stressed. <laughs> it was like a two hour yeah, ordeal. That's not fun. Uh, yeah, it was like two hours to eat there, but I just uh, you know we've always liked Paris and. And I think it's definitely underrated. If you're a Caesars person, that and Cromwell are my two favorite problems. I'm still sad though about losing that Diamond Lounge because that was a that was a special we, that we had our first. You've lost them there. all, Sean. They're gone. They're all gone. I know. I know. That was <laughs> our first night together. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time. You know, we had they started working for me these two, and then uh, we had a meetup in Vegas, and we started at like a bar in Bally's, right? Mm-hmm. And then we realized yep. there was enough Diamond members in our group, which through- might. Which my crap host was supposed to set up. At, we had this. We I was like, "Hey, what bar could we do that we just have like 30, 40 people coming?" He's like, "All right, well, we'll set you up at this bar. Cool." We show up there. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but they had just opened, so we had the space. But I'm like, "Dude, you're the worst host ever." Mark was trying to impress all... his new boss. He's like, "I got this taken care of. Don't worry, I got my host. He's gonna take care of all this." <laughs> we show up there. Like, who are you? Like, what are you guys doing? No, but no, it, it was perfect because, like you said, there was plenty of space. But then we figured out we had enough people with diamond memberships and you get one extra guest. So between all the memberships, we had enough guests to bring everybody in. So we all went to the Paris Diamond Lounge, open bar, like eating, drinking. That's, you know, it was uh, quite a lot of fun. Let's just that was so much fun. And to think that was the first time we hung out. That was five years, almost five years ago. Yeah, it sure was. That was uh, that was a lot of a lot of fun. (laughs) Uh, But. So that space will always be precious to me, but hopefully the Vanderbump uh, garden is, is, is good. Cause I did like the Vanderbump cocktail garden. I think it's only cause I was with Mark and he talked it up so much and all he likes to do is talk about the cheese balls, but they were really good. But they're so they good really though. Good. The, the cheese balls were really good. Also the sliders are like, the sliders. I don't know, we, I don't know what they did the, to them, but I was like magic. We got the <laughs> spicy chicken sliders, which were really good. Uh, my favorite uh-huh. thing is the tr- the truffle oil fry or uh, chips. The truffle oil chips. Get those. They're awesome. Well, I didn't get those, but I will <laughs> next time I go for my glass of Dom with my $100 dinner. 
The best part about the goat cheese balls was I was just having water, so I ate Mark some of Mark's goat cheese balls, and he had to pay for it with his yeah. certs. As you should that have. Was the best they tasted. No, I Price couldn't pay for it with certs. I couldn't pay for it. No, uh, okay. So the bill was only like sixty-five bucks when I was there. So I was like, oh, I'm going to use my cert the next night when we're going out to dinner, and then we go the next night, and their whole Caesar's whole system crashed. Like the you couldn't use comps, couldn't use certs. Nothing. And they're like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's going to be down all day. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, uh. I, and it was my only trip in 2020. And she's like, well, they'll get extended. I'm like, that's not the point. Like, I wanted to use this $100 on dinner tonight. And you're telling me the system's down. And you can't do anything about it. They're like, nope. I'm like, you can't paper write out something. No. Yeah, something. So. Wait, how do you guys feel about this situation? So we each have our $100 diamond dinners. We take them to uh, the mall thinking, you know, no problem because we went to the Palm and we're like, oh, do you take the diamond dinner? The woman's like, yeah. So we sit down, we order like $400 worth of food and, you know, figuring it's only going to be like 200 bucks. And then, you know, we tell her and she's like, oh, it's not the, oh my God, what is it? It's not like Landry's, but it's whatever brand like owns the Palm. She's like, oh, it's not their diamond dinner. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, like you work inside of a Caesars. I feel like there's probably yeah. been a few people who have come and asked about the diamond dinner and they did not mean like the Landry's top tier status palm dinner. So, I mean, it yeah, was I didn't fine. realize that Landry's owns palm, but yeah, I, no, I don't, I, I don't it know if it's Landry's. Landry's. No, it is. It Landry's. is. Oh, okay. It up. Yeah. I was like, I that was the that name they own that, was, that brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meanwhile it's so like palm is really good but uh yeah i felt like that was just super obnoxious and then the manager was like all like nervous like oh i told you guys that and we were like no no it's okay we're, we're not those people but you know i feel like like have a little bit of a clue <laughs> yeah yeah it sucks though when that when that happens i mean you're asking ahead of time and mm-hmm. and uh that you know it's it's crazy how uh how much landry's is bought up though like, it's uh, true uh it's all Stephen... by tillman for tito I am doing my first video tomorrow and it's how to avoid resort fees. So it's great nice. timing. It's already edited and I look beautiful in it. So you'll enjoy it either way. Beautiful. <laughs> there you go. Check out Bougie Miles on YouTube. Uh, yes. The video drop. But I mean, uh, a couple good tips is like if you can get diamond status, which we get through stats matches or founders card, that's a good way to avoid um, resort fees, which I, I don't know why MGM doesn't waive it for top tiers. I think that's kind of crazy. It's stupid, but there stupid. are still a few a few local type places that will waive it. Um, you can stay like just off the strip at the Westin and stuff yeah. like that. Like you're a half a block away from the strip, and you'll avoid it there and and everything. So there's options, but oh, and you then, have like uh, here you go. Words yeah, we have we have an article stuff. on the site too with all the, um, and that's actually up to date as of now. So. Yeah, uh, Bougie Miles is Bethany's site slash YouTube yeah. channel. So check it out for Don't sure. Subscribe. subscribe. She needs subscribers. I do. I'm so close. So that's why I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to do a video again. Um, by the <laughs> way, the the Win app, if you cash in enough points, they also waive the resort fee, which is not with the M Life or Caesars app. So I was pretty excited about that. And that's cool since I always have it on auto, I have so like, I have like enough for at least three comp nights at win. (laughs) 
I just leave is it that, on. Is that like a My Vegas type of thing where it just is like yeah. the free play thing and you just yeah. run through and you earn points or whatever? But I think you have to yeah. buy a certain number of points. You have to spend a little bit of money to get, didn't they change the rules? No. So you don't have point? to spend any money, but you have to get there quick. So like oh, okay. the first time I started playing with it, I didn't stand a chance. But this time, like, I guess I got lucky a couple of times and, you know, such as life, like they okay. kept me in the game. And so it just like kept building. And now I don't, I don't see how there's any way I could ever run out of points at this point. Um, <laughs> but I was like, That's so you said, like, my Vegas, when they give you like, here's 40 million chips, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to bet a million a spin because I got t- chips to burn. And then you're yep. like, but I remember when, first, when my Vegas first came out, you know, what was that? Like 2008, 2009, 10, something like that long time ago they used to have really good stuff and now the last couple of times i've checked there isn't anything that really excites me so i don't even do it anymore i think there are free rooms and stuff but they're yeah. very limited and you have to go on yeah. at specific time and yeah. i know uh pennies for vegas he's big on twitter and he has a youtube channel i know he does a lot of the my vegas stuff so uh, he's still yeah. getting a lot of comps and stuff but i think you have to like be super tuned into the time yeah but it used the... to it used yeah. to be like Fifty dollars off dinner, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to be staying yeah. at the hotel mm-hmm. and stuff like like all this kind of like yeah. a free bottle or yeah. a million my Vegas points. You get to pick the song that Bellagio does the fountains to, and so, like all kinds of cool stuff back in the day. They really had that. That was a real thing. Yeah, that That's was a real so cool. thing. You I saw to, that. Yeah, it was like really in the beginning. You had to, and everybody's, and that's, they used to give you not very many chips, and now they give you yeah. like all the time. Yeah. That's how they got So you had excited, to, it yeah. was really tough to get to that level, and you're like, how did somebody mm-hmm. get there? And then they, they get to pick it, and yeah. they do the fountain show while you're there. And I was like, that'd be awesome, especially if you're sitting at one of those. I, the one thing I haven't done in Vegas that I really want to do is uh, go to a restaurant. Of the, one, of the, one of the restaurants that you overlook the fountain, like on the outdoor yeah. patio. I think that'd be really cool. I think I got to I mean, everybody should do that once. Um, I did discover and just see which one's the best, right? Yeah. Um, What was the one I did? I did the steakhouse. And it was nice, you know. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Bellagio, I found like, so now my Vegas is doing every once in a while, like premium rewards. And I just like redeemed it just to see what the thing is, because you can always cancel it. And it's also like, I'm not like I'm married to these points or anything. Um, And they had like every Saturday night available. So, I guess it like depends on like when you hit it. You know what I mean? They're not totally useless, but you're right about the food stuff. So I had like a seventy five dollar credit, and they were like, "Oh, you have to be paying three nights, and it can't be reduced." I was like, "Who's yeah. staying here where it's not reduced?" Yeah, that that I did one that was like free play, and they're like, "Oh, you have to be staying here to use the free play." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I just like let useless. it go. <laughs> yeah. And then I of course I did one that was like yeah. buy one get one free into the ice bar back like 10 years ago when it used to be out on the strip and I, you know, Vegas trips, you always plan things and then they don't happen. So I finally made it to an ice bar the, uh, the weekend of your wedding. And I was very excited for that, but I paid full price. Um, ah. What I did, the one, I, <laughs> what I started using my Vegas for every time was the monorail buy one, get one free pass. Cause it seemed like the best value. And we just ride the monorail everywhere. Super exciting. So maybe Super they'll have a loop. Maybe they'll have a loop BOGO. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? I'll just use the locals dollar offer. So I don't know about, <laughs> about that. That's the hack for the monorail. But that then they is, only sell you two tickets, like though. Hack. So you can only buy two tickets per person. So one for each way. So they really limit you. You can't buy it for friends. Yeah. But, how much is it going to be? Well, or how much is it uh, without that? I think it right now it's $5 for a one-way trip. 
and then they have the like, passes and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. the one I would use on my Vegas was like a three-day all-you-can-ride pass, and it was. Like oh, that is that's bucks. actually good. All right. Yeah, yeah. it was like twenty bucks, and and you get two of them, and you know we just go up and down the strip and hit all the. Well, if you're on, if you're like, a Caesars person too, I think makes a lot more sense uh, with their properties. Uh, I mean, you know, you have MGM Grand, I guess, and but the rest of it's pretty much Caesars until you get. To yeah, the we would. Strip. We would even ride the uh, monorail from like MGM all the way down to Sahara and then get a cab to go downtown to save a couple bucks. That's how you know <laughs> we used to roll. <laughs> the cabs were expensive, like back when people used to do them other than yeah, Uber. Yeah, this was pre pre Uber days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we would we would rather we already had the three day monorail, so we'd just ride it as far as we could. Why and not? then we would and then we would get you know, it cut it in half basically the cost. So we did it. Or you could just have Sean pick you up. I didn't know Sean back then. He was he was he was a nobody to me. I've been like, you got a pass. I got my nice little locals. Uh, Twenty bucks. Thing. We did ride. We did ride the Deuce once to go to uh, the outlets, and that was like, a, we're like, oh, we're taking the cab back. This this took way too long. I think my but, Vegas though, some of the coolest uh, redemptions are like cruises and some other stuff that's not in vegas that i'm that i look at my wife has i don't yeah. have any points with my wife they've added a ton of a ton of like off vegas stuff yeah. like even the, they like, have intercontinental Queens. on there now oh, I, really? like yeah. wow. all the major city ihgs i mean nobody like who wants to say it ihg right now anyway um and they usually it's like properties too like which is crazy that's too. true yeah although we figure... can even can we go to macau now no, we can't. But I was—I always thought every time I saw Macau in there, I'm like, yeah. there's no way that this could be fun. like, who is redeeming these for Macau? So you probably get there. You're the first person to ever do it. And then they're trying to like, like, oh. deal with like, oh, the, early, the early on no. yeah. when you would book something on my, my Vegas, it would be like, you'd have to explain it to nobody knew what was going on. You're like, you'd go to the rewards desk at M life and they'd be like, what, what is this? And you're like, oh, I need this. And they have to give you like a paper slip to go to the place to use the buy one, get one free drink. And it was a real, it was a real mess. So I was there from the ground floor, Sean. I was there. And now it's, uh, as with everything, it, it's been devalued and it's not as good yes. as it once was. Yeah. This is actually a good reminder of people who like look at deals. If something is like an amazing deal, enjoy it, take advantage of it and know that it will not be around someday and that you can reminisce about it then, but you know, it's going to go away. So if something is like this amazing deal and it makes sense to you, Stage advice. do it, enjoy it, uh, because do it as it hard not as be can. around forever because companies find out when they're when something's yeah. inefficient it you know the market mm-hmm. drives efficiency and so That's, yeah anything any good deal is an inefficient deal uh but for them so go to the m life desks there yeah, we go we account. got somebody okay, so people are, was <laughs> it easy that's what i want to know maybe i have hope now i always just think that it would be you know like a pain in the butt to, re- to redeem in macau but maybe i uh maybe i am wrong because I, I i can't wait to get are you I know that's not open, but I really Macau is. You didn't love Macau, that's right. I love Macau so much. I can't wait to get back there as soon as as soon as I they're open. I'm on the I'm on the plane to Hong Kong and Macau. That's it. Not I mean, you. I'll, I'll well, you didn't like the casinos, you, right? You I'm gonna like the... stay in Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like nobody was excited, and I couldn't find a drink for my life. Uh, those are the want, two things I pretty are, much love about casinos. Those are the two reasons Mark would go to jail in Macau. Right. <laughs> Mark really would for disturbing the people. That's why I want to go to Macau with Mark. <laughs> just to see. Just to Sean see. just walking around with his video. like oh, You can't really Mark, do that either. You, you, you try to pull up a, a camera anywhere near a casino in Macau and the security descends on you from 
every angle. You can, I think, film the malls and stuff. But bad. yeah. Yeah, you can't even like try to take a picture. I remember mm-hmm. I was in uh, Wind Palace trying to take a picture, and like four security, just like the camera came up like yep. this, four security cards come at me, and yes. they told me to erase it, but I didn't erase it. But it ended up being blurry anyway because they were coming at me too fast. Nice. The, oh, so the food credit was difficult. Two I remember having to go there. Yeah. I mean, so it was probably a little bit of a house, but at least it sounds worked. Sounds better than we thought, though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they don't like, in Macau, they're like serious about video yeah. and can- when it comes to the casinos. Uh, I, I think when you're like in the malls and stuff, you're okay. But even if you're outside the casinos and you p- point a camera into the yeah. casino, like the opening, because they're kind of blocked off, can't do that either. Like, so I just wanted to take a picture of the Four Seasons sign. And like, I had just gotten there and I felt like attacked. I was like, oh God, I'm not going to have fun here. <laughs> So Macau is the no fun zone. Okay. It's, it's not fun. fun. Well, it's 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 So not here's fun. the no fun thing. Food. So there's if you don't so the, if you don't drink or gamble, it's great. That's why Sean loves it. Yeah. No, I, I last time I was in Macau with, with or not the last time, time before with my friend Dave, we had a great time at the Hard Rock Cafe at Studio City drinking beers. That's See, all night in there, the yeah. best places in international yep. are the most American yeah. places. Well, and they have great, great. the hotels there all have great like club lounges. So I've stayed at the Grand Hyatt. Okay. They have an amazing lounge there. I've stayed at the Conrad. This, they have an amazing lounge there. The Four this Seasons the Buffet for... was the best thing I've ever yeah, had. Free boo- <laughs> yeah, you get free booze and food and like a for good the, stuff. For the people that don't, you know, the Vegas people that don't listen to our travel podcast and stuff, I we have this theory, me and my buddy, that whenever you go international, if you go to the most American sounding bar, and like in one city, it's called the American bar. That's where all the locals are. So if you go like, because no, you know, no Americans are going to go there because they're like, why would I want to go to in Amsterdam is Bourbon Street? Why would I want to go to Bourbon Street? Like I'll go to New Orleans. And you go there. It's all local people dancing, having a great time. So try it whenever you're overseas. Just go to the most American sounding place. And it'll be I've seen it in action and he's not wrong. <laughs> So we got to find you an American sounding bar in Macau and then, yep. uh, then hard rock. That's what you, yeah. then you say, no, yeah, it, it's actually Dave and I, so we were ashamed. So we're, I've been to Macau many times. My friend Davis was his first time there. And so I show him all the stuff. We, so we ended up in the Conrad executive lounge. That's where we were staying and had a few too many drinks. So we had drinks, we eat really nice. The best thing about the Conrad club lounge is they had like one of those big ham bones that you could carve off the, like, that was the first time I've ever seen that in a club lounge, like pretty elaborate stuff. So then we were like, we go to Wind Palace, we see that a little bit, and then we just end up at like studio at City of Dreams, and we find the Hard Rock. There's this cool band on, and they have like a beer special. <laughs> That's where we ended the night. We didn't ever get past there, and like we felt so bad about it. I'm like, yeah, we had fun, you know. You had was, a good uh... time, isn't that all that matters? Then the night, the night ended, and it was like 11:50 something, and the the gondola at Wind Palace uh, closed at midnight, and we took like one last ride. And I remember him; he was like starting to pass out like that. I'm like. We had been back, but we had done like a two week coaster trip through China. So we, this was the end of it. It was, it was oh. crazy, but so wow. there you go, Mark, I can have fun right. drinking in Macau. Yes, he can. No gambling and now. also you can um, see in the room, uh, when you're on the gondola, which is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. That got, I wish cool. that Bellagio had that gondola just cause you know, it's wind palace has the fountains just like Bellagio outside it, but it has a gondola, like the ski gondolas that go around and takes you from the street into the casino. Yeah. It's super so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. They, they used to charge like eight bucks for it, but then. Uh, they, nobody was wrote it for it. free yeah it's free now it was only okay. like a charge like the first six months and then they realized they couldn't really monetize it and, and do it i got it. a johnny walker blue in uh macau for like 17 bucks and i remember thinking uh like did they price this wrong <laughs> am i stealing here they're charging at wholesale um 
Sean, when you were in Reno, did you walk through Pepper Mill? I didn't. I was supposed to go back. So what I was in Reno, I did a lot of filming and then I went to Lake Tahoe and I was supposed to go back through Reno for some other reason to go back and film. So I was going to film Pepper Mill then and I didn't. So I've still never been in there. But that the Pepper Mill in Reno has like all that kind of over the top Italian theming, right? Um, I think. So it's like, it looks like a really interesting I would, place. I was just hoping it would be like Pepper Mill Vegas, but no. in a casino. That would be amazing. Just neon lights everywhere and fake trees. Yeah, I think, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it has like a really cool thing. And I think it's one of the nicer hotels in we should Reno. do a trip to Reno, Bethany. What do you think? You're I'm in? in. And also, there's definitely my Vegas for that. <laughs> yeah. And then we can, we can go to Tahoe for a couple of nights. Tahoe. Yes. I love it. When are we going? Uh, whenever. We'll talk about it in, in a couple minutes. You can stay at Circus Circus <laughs> Reno. There we go. Finest, Isn't it nice, though? Hotel on Virginia that Street. Isn't that one nice? I feel no. Like well, it's owned by Caesars Entertainment. Uh, oh, okay. It's uh, It's... <laughs> A long story how that happened, but it's a it's a long story how that happened. No, it's I'm sad that I'm sad that Bally's in Atlantic City is no longer because they had the best Diamond Lounge in all of Diamond Lounges. And I didn't no even longer. I don't know if I've ever been there. Yeah, that got sold uh, to Bally's. So Bally's actually owns Bally's in Atlantic City now, not so Caesars. Weird. So weird. Uh, I always find Caesars... that so strange the whole Bally's yeah. thing. Well, what's stranger now is Bally's here is buying Tropicana. And somebody's buying Bally's, right? Bally's has canceled the leases of all of their restaurants. So like Fuca de Beppo, yeah. uh, the Steakhouse, all those restaurants have closed and moved out. Now all the shops in the mall in the basement have closed, or a lot of them have. Hmm. So they're selling that property to somebody. It's just a matter of uh, when and uh, what they're going to do. Maybe um, it'll so be something be exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rumor was Bally's, but if Bally's bought Trop, are they going to buy Bally's too? Or will somebody else buy huh. Bally's and, and um, I forget. turn it in? Oh, I forget who it was that said it in a, a regular comment or said Bally should have just been like another tower of Paris. It really should have. It should have never been its own mm. entity. It should have just been part of Paris, I think, which makes a lot of sense. So I don't know if somebody comes in and buys it, though, because it's so attached to Paris, it would be kind of weird. But wasn't Bally's like its own big thing back in the day? Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, I knew it got so I well, it was MGM back in the day, wasn't it? No, but no, Bally's, but Bally's like had its own. Company. Yeah, they were a big oh, gaming company. Oh, you're talking company. about the company. Yeah. See, still, yeah. Yeah. how confusing is this? It I know. Yeah, that's Bally's hotel. That's why the yeah. whole thing is. But yeah, the Bally's, the Bally's itself, the building is the old MGM Grand where the fire was. I think it was named MGM Grand through '86, if I want to believe, when Kikorian, uh sold it off to to Park Place, which was the Hilton, which was the. So Hilton owned like the Las Vegas Hilton, the Flamingo Hilton, and they spun off that division, turned into Park Place Entertainment, which I believe, I believe this is after that, that they bought Bally's and then eventually built Paris, uh, which Paris, a lot of people don't know, was built as an extension of Bally's under the same gaming license. So when Paris oh, opened, it was part of Bally's, uh, but eventually got its own gaming license. It should license. have been Paris owned by Hilton and then yeah. it would have been Paris Hilton. There you go. <laughs> well, it was. I mean, I guess it was Park Place at the time. <laughs> you know, and I think Park Place was bought by uh, Harrah's, I believe, which was somehow mer merged, I believe, at some point with Caesar's World. Harrah's then, is the other one that I yeah. associate with Bally's because they're both in Atlantic City, I guess. That's probably the only reason, yeah. really. But I believe Bally's, <laughs> yeah, they made pinballs, but I believe Bally's also made a lot of slot machines at the time. And they were, they've been a gaming company mm. uh, for a long time. Because I've noticed but that I, Bally's on its own now has been like um, sponsoring like ballparks and stuff. 
Yeah, I think they made like a huge comeback in the gaming thing. industry. I don't know if they had a, a bankruptcy and they went away for a while and it's come back and it's a different entity. But yeah, they're very, very big now. And they're really, they own quite a few casinos now that they bought local casinos around the country. So it's not just uh, the one, because yeah. when I was in AC a few week, months ago, I, I kind of read about it. Um, and obviously they bought the valleys there, but they bought quite a few um, different properties. So it's sort of, it's sort of uh, crazy, but. And and they're coming to Vegas, Tropicana, and Las have, Vegas, and is owned by Valleys, or it will be. And they have a sports uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. TV show, TV channel. <laughs> so we yeah, have, everything like the Detroit Tigers play. It used to be Fox Sports Detroit. Now it's Valleys. I'm like, okay, this is strange, but yeah. So to bring this like full yeah, circle, <laughs> like, do you guys think? I think MGM is going to sell off a property or two. I think uh, they're low end pro. I think Excalibur uh, will be sold, and I think I don't. I'm a little torn on whether I think Luxor will be sold because I feel like it's strategic with the Raiders and its location and everything. Mm. But I think Excalibur really doesn't fit in with their lineup. Like if you look at who they're going for as players, who they are as a company, now they're buying Cosmo, this high-end hotel. Uh, They've sold off all their land. So now they're really trying to become an asset light operator. I don't see where Excalibur fits in with that. So my guess is they are trying to unload it or we may see something redeveloped. In that corner, uh, mm-hmm. Excalibur may go away. I don't know. I, I think if you look at they got rid of Circus Circus, the other one that sort of doesn't make sense for them to keep is Excalibur. Maybe Luxor, yeah. but that, I think, that has a reason. I think stay. once you get rid of Circus Circus, it's kind of like Excalibur's the next thing to drop. Which, crazy enough, Excalibur was the first place I ever stayed in Vegas because we did one of those blue-green resort. They're inside the mall like, hey, do you want to go to a Vegas for 100 bucks or whatever? And you have to go to a presentation. So that was the first place we stayed. And that was before they revamped anything. So it looked like a 1980s holiday inn in the rooms. It was rough. But we we still had fun there. But I, yeah, I don't think it fits w- with them. I don't know if somebody takes it over. Could they really do anything with it? I, I don't know. It's kind of tough. Like, who would want to buy it? There, were, I mean, there were yeah. rumors when MGM was redeveloping Park MGM that that was sort of a test if they could retheme Luxor and, and, and uh, Excalibur. Spending what did they hundreds change? of millions of dollars, but I don't. Yeah, well, first off, Park MGM wasn't a success. I don't think that the retheme of but they spent five hundred million dollars, and most people don't see as, they as added a Nomad. huge improvement. That's yeah, they added Nomad. I mean, the rooms were renovated, which needed to happen because um, the old rooms were very dated. Uh, Italy came; they made some impro- definite improvements to the restaurants, like the steakhouse. Uh, their restaurant seems really good, but the casino sort of dead, and I don't know that it has a great theme. But yeah, Excalibur, the whole building is the shape of a castle. Um, I, I, I don't know, like, unless you really like embraced, I don't know, like, a, like a Disney style, like, like really went back to like to kids and tried to make it something over the top. Nice. You could kind of use the bones of that castle. Other than that, I think tear it down and they're going to build, they would build something else. Cause there's a lot of land there. So I really nice. hope, I, I hope they don't touch Luxor. Cause I really do have a soft spot in my heart for that place. I, I don't know why I just like it. I like in there i like how open it is when you're in the like restaurant area and everything and the casino's fine and i hope they don't touch that excalibur i don't know it, it feels very 90s just the outside like very pop pop like color. The, the whole theme thing it's so yeah 90s, it just see, it seems know? very 90s so, so maybe if they modernized it like did like a you know like you said an update a tangled type of castle disney made it look nicer and modern it it might work i don't know but yeah, I hope they don't touch Luxor though. Don't mess with it. I mean, this so is what do you point. think they're trying to get out of this? Like, so I have a feeling that either 
resorts world or this Cosmo acquisition is going to flop. It's going to be one or the other because I feel uh, like they go I'd after the same it. demographic. I would put my money on Resorts World at this point. See, I actually disagree. I think Genting is going to learn. I think that they are going to learn a lot. There, this is a company that's been fairly successful with casinos all over the world. Big mm-hmm. integrated resorts, like in Singapore, you have Resorts World Sentosa, which has Universal Studios. Like this well, is. I think a that's that, their that target learned. market, like the yeah. the very high end, like Asian gamblers. Yeah, and I th- and I think maybe we're going to get some different hotels built in resorts world that, that are going to be a little bit more special. I think they're going to learn a lesson. Remember that that the property is only half built. So Mm -hmm. I I just have hope that they, that they will adapt. I agree that they missed some marks here for sure with opening. Oh yeah. But now that MGM is taking over Cosmo, you're kind of like, Oh, maybe resorts world has it now. (laughs) Cause I don't trust MGM with like that kind of power. I feel like, you know, originally it was supposed to be very Asian themed and then they backed it off and it's kind of corporate feeling. And I think they could have, they should have been more stuck with more it. Themed. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel Vegas at all. I mean, it's not, the casino's nice. Mm-hmm. A lot of the restaurants are very nice. The, the hotels are, are bland and boring. So I think they missed the mark on that. Like mm-hmm. you go to Vegas to see something unique and different and yeah. they didn't really, they didn't really do that anywhere. Even the Hawker Center that I was like super excited about. It's just like a food court at you see at the mall. Yeah. It's nothing special. Well, I know yeah, someone the gets food, triggered I think by the that. food is no, I think the food is special. But it was overpriced. The food. They had to yeah, lower their food. prices twenty five percent. So that just shows you that I mean you Already? can put the most special yeah, because they were charging twenty dollars mm-hmm. a dish at the food court, which is ridiculous. So yeah, great food, but if the prices are so high, then what mm-hmm. then yeah, I think you're crazy. No, but I, I wanted like a separate area that's sure. like a food sure. hall that you go yeah. into yeah. and it's got all these different like cool things and huge tables in the middle that you can sit down. Like I didn't want it to be attached to the casino floor where it just yeah. feels like a food, a food court at, at the mall. So I think they missed the mark there. I, that's what I envision, like a, a food hall in an Amsterdam stuff like that, that you see in New York where they just have all these little shacks. Yeah. You go up and order the food that you want and you sit in the middle. Everybody sits in the middle communal mm-hmm. seating and eats and they missed the mark on that. It just, it, it didn't feel right. There's also one thing that we're leaving out is that like, we have not been in those high roller rooms. Like we don't know what they're Sean doing. Has. They didn't look like, that great. Really? <laughs> like I, mean, the... I've been in, I haven't been in their so that I've been in their suite. So I haven't been in their palaces. Rockford suite. Are, yeah. Which, okay. Yeah, I haven't been in their palaces. Which are, well, actually, I kind of have though because I snuck into one of them while it was under construction. Just the pool area awesome. and the outside. So I saw it. I mean, yeah, okay. those palaces. But that's like the VIP suite in any because like oh, Bellagio's top rooms or sure. Yeah, but sometimes those like those people keep things yeah you know in the black will, mgm has the mansions right which is yeah. among the nicest rooms in, in yeah the bethany city. get us in there already jeez come on i mean the same, the, the rio same has rio. the palazzo like, suites like yeah which is promotions for p2 at least the rio palazzo drives me crazy because it confuses me because it's at the rio but the palazzo suites but it's not mm-hmm. but whatever um i, I will say the one thing that i got to get back to resorts world for that I think they did really well that's going under the radar now and is going to be busy is what is it starlight 66 is that what it's called the the bar yeah, up so. on, yeah, on the top the, floor the bar. Yep. everything I've seen or oh, read has nice. been has been amazing like it looks really cool and it's not very busy not a lot of people know about it so take advantage of that as well as the Crockford's lobby like do those two you could do like a, a little bar hop between those two um, as well as like Gatsby's is kind of cool so you could do like a three bar hop thing if you go check out resorts world, but I definitely want to get to that 
and see what it's like because it looks amazing and the views are kind of unique to it too yeah gatsby's looks really good i think at night it kind of becomes like a club and stuff like that but during the day or like early evening it's a cool place for like a pre-dinner cocktail or that's the place if you're looking with all the different colored balloons or something on the ceiling i don't know are they balloon what, that's kind of a yeah. genius theme for a cocktail yeah. bar that's like yeah. amazing and then what what was the really one well. Asian restaurant with like all the the flowers dangling from the ceiling that wasn't open when we were there? Yeah, I forget. It's the you one were... that's owned by Zook, but I forget the name of it. Yeah, right it looks really, really place. pretty. Like yeah. I don't even care if the food sucks. Like I just want to sit in there because it looks. It, it reminds me of all like matters. A, yeah, there's some really <laughs> cool looking of, restaurants. And like a Vanderpump. Too. Yeah, it looks. It reminds me of like a Vanderpump type of design to it. So it looks really cool. But I I, I think they did well with the bars. It's just everything else is kind of like okay. Yeah, and, and I so I drove by today. I drove by uh, Fontainebleau, and lots of construction workers there. So Fontainebleau is a go. I mean, as far as I mean, all the tarps have been torn down, and like there was at least twenty. I mean, so by a lot, it's not full construction yet, but there was twenty construction workers working there, and I've not seen a construction worker there for years. So Fontainebleau, as of now, is is moving forward. So that's good. I mean, that's good for that area, and that'll keep pressure on Resorts World and their expansion. And uh, who knows what'll happen to Circus Circus, but. Ugh, that's just so weird though they're finally gonna oh wait but it's not gonna be a marriott or it is it's yeah i think it's still because i think they did that p that press release like two months ago yeah. and they're still affiliated with jw my guess is the jw marriott will be a couple hundred rooms within that hotel okay. and so uh, i believe the original developers are on board or at least one of them is so my guess is it's going to be called the fontaine blue uh, and okay. there will be a JW Marriott within the Fontainebleau. That will be, that's my guess. But um, as far as everything announced, uh, even the Fontainebleau name, I don't think has been announced yet. But I am looking uh, forward to that. That just makes sense, right? I mean, at this point, yeah, oh, yeah. what it was I mean, originally yeah. supposed to be. <laughs> been many a years in the making. Yeah, and people who love South Yeah, like Florida. 20. <laughs> have you ever stayed there, Bethany? Have you stayed at the original Fontainebleau in, in, my, in Miami? No. I Never. stayed uh, down the street from there the other day, but uh, it looks kind of cool. It looks like a Vegas y kind of resort. Um, but you can't really. Wasn't it like old school Miami, like when it like mm -hmm. first like blew up? Yep. Yeah. I, I hope it's it, they theme it properly. Like that's what I always envisioned Virgin going for was like the '80s cool Miami yeah. Vice type of look, and they end up going mm -hmm. like middle of Phoenix, Arizona, bland, so weird, dusty so weird. look. Um, yeah. So if they come out like I feel like that's what's missing from Vegas is like that neony old mm -hmm. school Miami, uh, you know, chill, cool thing. So if they do that, that would be amazing. That would be the, cool. The interesting thing is they're going to be subject to like the rooms, to the building, right? Just like kind of Genting was with Resorts World or even more so. So, I mean, Fontainebleau was originally designed as a luxury hotel. So I imagine the rooms mm -hmm. are big and all of that, but whatever was locked in design wise back then, I have to imagine they're pretty much locked in with now since that building is, I mean, I guess maybe some interior walls, things like that, but as True. far as like the standard rooms and stuff, that's already probably determined. But at least it's something it. new to the look Drew, for. The Drew is the worst name ever. It, it, it's well, like the dumbest. It was I named didn't after, hate that name. I to be fair, it. it was named after the guy's son who had died of a drug overdose. So I guess it was like he meant <laughs> well, it in like way a good way. Wait a on our parade of like, crapping <laughs> on it, Sean. But the guy, I forget the developer guy, but the, who bought it the last time, uh, He that's why he named it the Drew. So is the strat reboot yes because i haven't been to the rooms but the casino just, at strat is is beautiful yeah we talked about we just it talked recently. about it on the recording that's coming out next week for the podcast like the strat is uh undervalued for sure i think yeah and okay one last thing 
Vegas could use some art. The yeah, that that comment. Uh, the one thing I was a little guilty with, uh, with myself with. Why don't you read World, the but... comment for people that listen to it? On okay, the Vegas could use later. some Rat Pack Art Deco Miami vibes. Sorry, I couldn't get it out. Uh, <laughs> Sean's hooked on phonics. <laughs> I, but I was like, I was like, are we being too hard on Resorts World's corporate? Uh, yes, it works for me, Mark. It works for me. Uh, there are corporate rooms at Resorts World, and then I remember like Circa, and those are brand new rooms, and I love them so much, and they have so many like throwback Vegasy vibe things, and that's what's special, and that's what I want in a Vegas hotel, nice or not nice. Um, hopefully nice, preferably nice, but uh, on any end you could do it. Circa nailed the rooms, and that's like the more I look to like what is missing from Resorts World, it's that circa charm in the rooms because uh, they're just yes. like a cookie cutter Hilton hotel. Uh, but so I Sean's hope we get more of that. Hashtag I hope we get more of that. Circa fanboy. Sean. Hashtag circa fanboy. There you go. <laughs> it always comes down uh, to that. So I mean, even, like, down when you're there, driving, I would love to go. When you're driving uh, downtown and you see circa like popping out of the skyline, it just looks sexy. Like the curve, it, they he just did a great job with that. Like the design. It's the only place that's come up in the last few years that actually like had a vision and they followed the vision all the way through instead of, all right, we're going to do this here. We're going to do that there. And that's the problem with Virgin and Resorts World and stuff. It's just kind of like a whole bunch of stuff mushed together where this is like one design the whole way through. And I love it. I wish it wasn't on Fremont because Fremont's crazy now. But other than that, well, maybe uh, maybe Derek Stevens will get some some good funding and get himself. Yeah, mate, he needs to buy Excalibur. Derek, buy Excalibur and make There it we go. All right. There we go. I mean, I think I think we, we could see that. I, I hope so. Or we could see him maybe buy Binions and, and maybe expand Circa or come up with another property. Oh Binions, that's Fremont. a classic. So, Fremont, yeah, well Binions. a classic and of course you know we know that you love their their clearance shop in the back. Uh the seventy percent off uh, <laughs> I forgot shirts. About that. That's yes. one of my favorite like, pictures they just have ever. Like Z lines that like full of random crap. Like you're at a TJ Maxx, but like the worst crap from TJ Maxx, and they send it all here, and it's like three dollars, <laughs> and it's so crappy looking. The shop, the everywhere. shop is still open. The last time I was there, all those racks they had out on the floor though are gone, so it was just like an empty space back there. But the shop uh, was still open with their seventy percent clearance stuff. That's been like that for like fifteen years. Is it is uh, it Binion's that has like the rotating bar uh, overlooking Fremont though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiskey so that, liquor, I think is what it's that's called. That's a cool. There. That's a cool spot. I gotta check out. Yeah, that's where they had like the first World Series of Poker, right? I think when I first went to Vegas, it was all that was stuff there. that I wanted was, to go see. Yeah. Yeah. World Series was there for a long time. Yeah. yeah Circa see, doesn't feel like Fremont when you get inside. It's just, and I, I love Fremont. I love Fremont Street. It's just, it's like the, it's busier than the strip now. And it, hectic. I'm, I miss the old, yeah. I miss the old days when it, there's so many people just standing outside, just standing there, not doing anything that it's, it's annoying. I find walking, tr- just walking from place to place takes forever because you're go- going like this, trying to get through people. So, I miss yeah, the old days where nobody was there. Yeah, I miss the old days where nobody was there. But it, I still, I, I will say, Fremont. If you're staying on Fremont when you wake up at like seven, eight in the morning, and you just go out there and there's nobody, it's kind of, it's amazing. It's a really unique vibe that you don't get anywhere else in Vegas. Yeah, right now the roads are messed up too. Charlotte makes a great uh, point. Like, the roads around there are all torn up, including uh, like casinos, like the the roads you have to cross. Everything is just a mess. Downtown. Yeah. So that's a, it's yeah. not a great, a great time. And they make you go through like a metal detector while you're trying to cross the street. And it's just like bottlenecks everybody. It's a, uh, yeah, I love Fremont, but I'm not going there anytime soon. The exposed rear ends on Fremont are a bit much. I, I mean, I, I think, yeah. uh, 
I think Bethany never bothered me. Yeah. I have Definitely I might have a photo me. that uh that says differently. <laughs> yeah, if you go to uh Bethany's YouTube, you can see her getting spanked by some of the exposed rear. Oh, that's ads. right. Yeah, you have it on the opening on the opening to the happy hours of my yeah. I have a great picture of we we talk about the me taking pictures of people taking pictures. That was the picture uh, I was of, thinking of. Yeah, of uh, Mark taking a picture of Bethany getting spanked <laughs> and me taking a picture of Mark taking a picture of Bethany getting spanked and uh, yeah. Yeah. Mark and a friend I, of ours. And the, the, the friend of us doesn't like I ever spent. <laughs> our other friend who's in that picture doesn't like the picture because he he doesn't think it it's uh, flattering to his hairline. He has Caroline. a bald spot on. Yeah, his <laughs> I was just saying flattering. I was trying to be a little bit more diplomatic. No, I mean, but he's old. Well, we don't have to tell anybody who it. it. Yeah, he's never going to see this, so it's okay. <laughs> He's not getting uh, this no. deep into a YouTube video. Sorry, that was my phone falling out of my pocket. I apologize. I do. All, all time. right. Well, anything, any uh, closing words, anything else you guys want to get off oh, your chest? I, uh, before I have a go? story because uh, Mike said gambling is great, but you really got to keep your head on swivel downtown. Uh, you know, my story of downtown, my favorite story of downtown. So we're on a, a trip in its March Madness weekend. And I just get destroyed all day, all day. I'm just like losing money, right and left, drunk. We have to go to Fremont to hang out, have some more drinks, having fun. And it's like three in the morning, four in the morning. We're sitting at a table, a $5 table, Bethany, a $5 blackjack table. And I'm playing like two hands at $10 each. And my buddy just has like a moment of sobriety. And he looks at me, he's like, hey, Mark. Yeah, what's up? He's like, do you know what this is? I was like, no. What is this? He said, rock bottom, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my Fremont story. <laughs> oh, that is, is like, incredible. He's like, he's like, you're, you're playing $5 table. <laughs> playing two oh, hands so at a $5 table. Yeah, two, two hands at it. I will say one time we were playing at, uh, which my favorite place to gamble is, um, not the D, um, oh crap, I can't think of the name of it. What's the other one he owns? The, the oldest, Golden, the Golden Gate, Golden Gate. Yeah, so we were playing at Golden Gate, and they had $5 tables there. It was like on a Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. And I was like, how many hands can you play? And they're like, three. And I was like, oh, do I have to play like 10 times to play three or whatever? They're like, no, just play double. So we were playing $10, three hands. And then my buddy was playing $10, three hands. It was the only $5 table in the place. So everybody was walking up trying to sit down. Just the two of us were playing the whole table. And they were so mad the whole time. But they let us go because they're like, we don't care. Let it. You're, you're going to keep going. So we sat there for like two, three hours playing the entire table, just the two of us. It was pretty amazing. And I, I love that casino. That's a fun casino. Yes, the oldest uh, hotel in Las Vegas. Not the oldest casino. But That's the, the original hotel. dancing dealers, Bethany. Where they I would did like, not know that. Yeah, they'd get up and dance. And then, it, you know, a lot of places will have dance, dancers on the, you know, in the middle of pits. But these, they rotate through, like they go from this table to that table, and then they go and do their dance, and then they come back. So it was kind of unique at the time. Now he does it like other places, because that was the first place he owned. But Okay, so on that note, I have one really funny dealer this last trip, and she said that when she was like in her early 20s, she would go to the pleasure pit, and (laughs) Han, she would go to the pleasure pit. And every time she would bust, she'd be like, yes, 21. And she's like, they would always pay me. They were so stupid. I was what? like, dealer is amazing. What? Where did they go to dealers? <laughs> well, wow. I mean, you know, they're the dancing girls, right? So, so like, you're thinking that they probably got hired for that, not this. 
And yeah, she said that like she would probably consistently like half of the time convince them to pay her. That's an amazing strategy. Just find, I know. Find I was the, like, this dealer is so cool. Just go winner, winner, <laughs> chicken dinner, and you get paid. <laughs> yep. That's what she said. She's like, they were so dumb that all you really had to do was be convincing. I was like, man, you're cool. <laughs> All right, Great well, story. that's the way to end it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think so. Rock bottom. <laughs> rock bottom. It really would be, Bethany. I'm sorry, but like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to no, rip off. No, it's like four uh, in the morning and I'm playing $20 uh, two hands. And he's like, rock bottom. I'm like, yeah. I, I laughed for like five minutes as they were that's dealing a, it's me cards. It's a great story. <laughs> That was only the first of many times that you hit rock bottom in your life. Yeah, yeah. True. Little did you know. (laughs) We're riding in the cab back at like 7 a.m. to go to bed, and I'm calling my brother-in-law being like, dude, you know what Sam said to me? (laughs) All our money's on Florida. They better win. That's pretty much how it went. (laughs) The life of a gambler. There you Mm -hmm. go. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And don't forget to check out Bethany's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash bougie miles or bougie miles.com. B O U G I E. Just go there and subscribe right now. If you're listening. Yes. That's right. Getting paid for videos. Yes. Thanks guys. Always a pleasure. Thanks thanks for having us. And uh, this will also be on our, our podcast, but uh, if you're out there, like if you could like this video, uh, thanks for commenting. Thumbs you know, up. Share our channel with a friend. Comment. Yeah. Tell, tell us what you stuff. didn't like about us. Just comment. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, Throw some thanks, Bethany. Shade. Thanks for we inviting the hate. I, I, oh, I try not to invite it. Enough. Make sure you guys comment that Sean doesn't smile. I love it. Yeah, because I think Mark, I think Mark <laughs> paid somebody. I think Mark paid that other Sean to, to say that. <laughs> Because, because he knows that I get self-conscious about. Uh, oh, about that. apologies. Well, Sean, we Sean rare. may be getting new teeth soon, so that will be fun. You know, oh, that's been something I've been, more. Been He's going to get yeah, the probably grill. will He's get diamonds. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, diamond encrusted. There you go. There you go. No, it's been something for a while, so that'll be that'll be fun. Yes, more uh, Papa Giorgio. Somebody posted go. that on Twitter. Like, do you remember Papa Giorgio is the fake ID that the son had in yeah. Vegas vacation? Yeah. I mean, like the date that sounds very familiar. Like the date that that expired was like 20 years ago this week or something like that. On the fake ID, that's how long ago that movie was. So we're all thanks, Arthur, for all the comments. (laughs) (laughs) What a positive way to end! All right, thanks everybody uh, for coming. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.